morning, folks. Waking up with Danny, March the 6th, 2017. Today is Alamo Day. Today is also National Oreo Cookie Day, National Frozen Food Day, Fun Facts About Names Day, and Dentists Day. Today is also On This Day in History Day. More about that a little bit later in the show. But first, uh, the news. Congressional Republicans were flummoxed on Sunday by President Donald Trump's and his White House continued assertions provided without evidence that President Barack Obama had wiretapped Trump Tower during the 2016 presidential campaign. A day after Trump made the charge, Hill Republicans were largely mute and those who spoke out were perplexed at the source of Trump's information, which the White House has yet to disclose. Yeah, and Facebook is at it again. Facebook has finally a dislike button, but it's not where you'd expect. How do you reply to a specific message in a rapid-fire chat thread? Facebook wants you to attach emojis to your friends' messages in the same way that you do with newsfeed posts. Yes, when you hover over messages friends have sent in the chat thread, you can tap the emoji button to pick from attaching a little thumbs up, like thumbs down, dislike, or heart eyes, lol, oh wow, sad, or an angry emoji. Everyone in the thread will then see that reaction, counted below the specific message you attached it to, and you can tap to see a full list of who left which reaction. Still no cure for cancer, but let's solve the big problems first and we'll work our way down, huh? Notably, the messenger reaction list differs from the newsfeed one because of the addition of a much requested and always denied dislike button. Though it's known as Facebook's most asked for feature, the company didn't want to inject too much negativity into the feed so it never built one. Instead, it built reactions so people could share more nuanced emotions quickly, but left disliking for the comments. Madagascar braces for a life-threatening impacts from strengthening tropical cyclone Inawu. Inawu continues to strengthen into a dangerous tropical cyclone as it nears landfall in northern Madagascar. As Inawu strengthens through the beginning of the week, Madagascar residents should make necessary precautions as impacts from the dangerous cyclone will begin to be felt as early as Monday in northeastern parts of the country. Zooming out to the U.S. weather map, look for 45 and mixed precipitation in Portlandia. Partly cloudy and 43 in Seattle. Great Falls, Montana, 36 in partly cloudy skies. Denver, Colorado, partly cloudy and 41. Albuquerque Way is 59 in sunshine. El Paso, Texas, 75 in sun. Los Angeles, California is 65 in sunny. San Francisco, Cali, chance of thunderstorms and 58. Nashville, Tennessee is getting some thunderstorms and uh, 68. Charlotte, North Carolina, 67. And cloudy, Atlanta, Georgia, cloudy and 70 degrees. Nolens, 75 with clouds. Corpus Christi, 82 with partly sunny sky. Boise is mixed precipitation at 40. Billings, look for 41 and uh, cloudy skies. Stop the traffic, see what's going on. Metropolitan area 
areas heading into your daily commute this morning are looking a little bit congested this morning. Rural areas looking pretty clear. Areas where there's snow, look for some slippery road conditions. If there is some rain, be careful because it's probably going to slow you down a little bit. If you got some sunshine on the horizon, look out for some sun blindness. Makes precipitation. Watch those bridges and overpasses. Again, of course, if you see a motorist on the shoulder, go ahead and get yourself over a lane and give them some room. The stock market. The Dow. critical juncture, one that could significantly derail the so-called Trump rally. It involves both the Federal Reserve's next policy meeting and President Donald Trump's pledges, according to Russell Investments client strategy director Mark Eibel. He says, you could enter into a really interesting period where the Fed is raising rates and some of the promises don't get delivered in a market that's arguably at least fairly valued, but we would say overvalued, Evil said on Future News Now. He added, that's the moment that maybe you should start seeing this market move down. Ebel acknowledged that just when you think stocks won't break any more records, they do. However, he believes the odds of a repeat performances are dwindling. Could the U.S. market continue to go up higher? Sure, but we seem to be priced for perfection, he said, citing valuations, a strong dollar, corporate earnings, and the president's business-friendly address to a joint session of Congress last Tuesday. Today in history, a lot of things have happened. Maybe a man flew to the moon. Maybe a baby was saved by a baboon. On this day, AT&T was replaced with Apple Incorporated on the Dow Jones Industrial Average, reflecting a shift in the U.S. economy between telecommunications and technology. AT&T had been part of the Dow Jones for over 100 years. In 2007, Mega Millions had the highest lottery jackpot ever at $370 million. 2010 on this day, a drone strike in Pakistan reportedly killed Taliban commander Fakir Mohammed. In 1996 was the 10th American Comedy Award. Well, in 1989, the Yankees beat the Mets 6-4 in an exhibition game. It was their first meeting since 1985. On that note, in 85, Mike Tyson knocked out Hector Mercedes in one round in his first pro fight. First of many, in 1983, On Your Toes opened up in Virginia Theater in New York City for 505 performances. Again, in 1974, an Italian loses a record $1.92 million at Roulette in Monte Carlo. In 1922, Babe Ruth signs three years as $52,000 a year for the New York Yankee contract. Again, in 1865, on this day, was President Lincoln's second inaugural ball. And in 1205, 
good old 1205 Aiken Phillips of Zwaben was crowned the Roman Catholic German King. Births and deaths. People were born and died today. We're gonna talk about it. Waking up with Danny. Talking about life and death. Well, in 1981, Ellen Mirth, an American actress, was born. In 1968, Maura Carey, born in Queens, New York, and she was an actress, director, played Mandy Hamilton in the television series West Wing, and Karen Rowe on the show One Tree Hill was born. In 1959, old Tom Arnold was born in Iowa. He's an actor, of course, of Tom and True Lies. 1947, John Stossel, an American journalist, was born. 1941, Ann Winterton, British MP, was also born. In 1933, Kim Elgie, a cricketer. Well, in 1933, William Davis, an author and broadcaster, the Battle of Bull Run, was born. In 1927, Leroy Gordon Cooper Jr. was born in Shawnee, Oklahoma. He was in the United States Air Force and was an astronaut. In 1926, Ann Curtis, U.S. swimmer, won gold medal in 1948. In 1906, Bob Wills was born in Texas. He was an actor of Lone Prairie, Tornado, and the Saudi. And in 1900, Robert Lefty Grove, baseball pitcher, 300-game winner, was born. And in 1405, Johan II, King of Castile, also was born. Oh, one more in 1475, Michelangelo, painter and sculptor, you may have heard of him, also was born. But, peep! People also died in 2007. John Bolliard, he died at 77 years old in 1982. Jan Lemaire, a Dutch author and writer of beautiful Gilchi, dies at 97. In 1981, Klaus Grabowski, a child molester, was shot and killed dead by a parent. In 1973, Pearl S. Buck. An American novelist also died in 1961. George Formby, British singer and comedian, dies at 56. In 1935, Oliver Wendell Holmes Jr., an American judge, died. 1905, John H. Reagan, an American politician, also died. In 1900, Gottlieb Daimler designed the first motorcycle. He died at 65 years old. How about in 1892, Alice James, an American writer, kicked the bucket. And in 1753, Gerhardus Gavinka, a composer, died at 56 years old. And in 766, Crotagong, a church reformer and bishop in Mainz, dies at about 50 years old. We just don't know for sure. The records are just a not a that a good. Time for the quack. This is a present from a small distant world, a token of our sounds, our science, our images, our music, our thoughts, and our feelings. We are attempting to survive our time so we may live into yours. We hope someday having solved the problems we face, to join a community of galactic civilizations. This record represents our hope and our determination and our goodwill in a vast and awesome universe. That was a message included in the Voyager Golden Record on a Voyager space probe, currently the only man-made object located outside our solar system. And the word of the day, jettison. It's a verb which means to cast off something regarded as unwanted or burdensome. It's also a noun, which means the act of discarding something. Some etymology. Originally, jettison was the act of throwing goods overboard to lighten a ship in distress. Frequentative of jassir, which means to throw. Ultimately, from the Indo-European root ye, to throw. Also, which gave us jet, eject, project, reject, object, subject, adjective, jactation, and jaculate. The earliest documented use was in 14 and 26. 
Some usage disillusioned former supporters accused Stephen Donnelly of jettisoning his principles for a shot at high office. Colin Coyle said this of the social media savvy. TD will need all of his connecting skills after switching sides. From the Sunday Times, London, UK, February the 5th, 2017. And a bonus thought for the day. Society is like a stew. If you don't keep it stirred up, you will get a lot of scum on the top. Edward Abbey said this. He was a naturalist and an author. He lived from 1927 to 1989. And you know you gotta learn something today. Make your life better. The more you know, the more you know. You'll make your life better. You gotta learn something today. You make your life better. And the more you know, the more you know. During a concert in 2014, Kanye West halted the performance of Good Life due to not the entire audience standing. The only person he singled out was in a wheelchair. That son of a bitch. Every day is born a new hero. He faces adversary with a mighty sword. night that covers me black as the pit from pole to pole i thank whatever gods may be for my unconquerable soul in the fell clutch of circumstance i have not winced nor cried aloud under the bludgeonings of chance my head is bloody but unbowed beyond this place of wrath and tears looms but the horror of the shade and yet the menace of the fears finds and shall find me unafraid it matters not how straight the gate how charged with punishments the scroll, 
I am the master of my fate. I am the captain of my soul. Invictus. That was William Ernest Henley. And that's going to do it for this episode of Waking Up with Danny. Join me next week, right back here. We'll do it all over again.